0: In your ear. Podcast network.
1: Oh hi, I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Josh. Um we started. Isn't that what we uh, did? I did. Let's start over. Really? No, take right. two. Ready? Okay. Hi. on not Ma- this time. Oh god damn it. I'm Josh. No, wait, stop.
2: <laughs> I'm Josh.
1: We should have this down by now. <laughs> We'll Hi, I'm Mike.
3: I'm Josh. Stop!
1: Oh, no, don't talk. Everybody, <laughs> shut up.
3: <laughs> don't talk, guys. Ha. I'm Josh. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Josh. I'm
1: Dave. I'm J Bone. And this is. <laughs> Does it? Does suck it suck, suck now? now? Oh, my.
2: Everything sucks now. All right, we are we are here. Some awesome music, and we are we're going. Speaking of music, we're going
3: to talk about nineteen whatever's 96. What 95, 96. No, 96. You can 90, ninety five, ninety six. I had any year, any year in the nineties or early two thousands. No, it's definitely after ninety five because it's no, either so way,
1: it is nineteen ninety five. Because what's his name's in it, and he's also in Welcome to the Dollhouse the same year.
2: So we've so we've established that we watched a movie <laughs> with what's his name in it. From somewhere in the <laughs> mid '90s, the movie is called Empire Records, and it is a uh, it is a, a slice of life uh, soundtrack in, movie,
3: an in medias yeah. race story about the lives of some horny white kids, slackers, in, some in a nondescript record store that is within driving distance of Atlantic City. I gotta write right. a script about horny people, but also where all the customers so are popular. from the Midwest.
0: It's so popular to just write about horny white people. And it's
1: also shot in Wilmington, North Carolina,
2: even though it's supposed oh, to be Jersey. I was about right? that. Yeah. Also, news to all of you guys: the majority of people in the United States are horny white people. Yeah, like true. That's true. Not the main audience.
1: I have mean, found that in my <laughs> uh, in my forty ish years of life, that most people
3: are horny, but yeah. but never is it on display as gratuitously <laughs> as it is. I, the, mean, yeah. morning right I mean, I'm horny right now. I mean, I can think
2: of more gratuitous movies.
3: Well, I mean, yeah,
2: obviously. You guys I'm, ever see, like, a couple and to... you just, like, you try and imagine, like, or you meet somebody you're just like, this person has never had sex. There's no way that this person, <laughs> even if they have kids that are, like, if they have, like, eight kids in front of you that are clear, clearly theirs, you're like, this person does not engage in the acts of sex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like
1: that.
2: Didn't you ever Hold see that,
0: that, what is it, the... Uh, Every Sperm is Sacred, Monty Python, Mini, Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Protestants are, <laughs> are like, I could go down and get a French ticula if I want.
2: I get it. But then they never actually have sex. Like, <laughs> Right. Did, they, um, did we say the name of the movie? Empire, Empire Records. Records. Yes, okay. we did. Empire, Empire Records. Records. Starring a guy and then also starring Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger, Ethan Embry. Uh, who was Joe? Joe was a um, Anthony uh, Pagliano. Anthony Pagliano. Peg- yeah, yeah, Debbie yeah. Mazur.
1: He's Andy Garcia ish.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's
3: Andy Garcia Light. Sorry, he, he is. Is.
2: <laughs> depending on how He's you look. He's the Italian out. Andy Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the lead actor, who's some guy. Oh, and Ethan
3: Embry, Ethan Embry, and did. what's
2: his name? Lucas. I know his name too. Wait, I can't think of uh, it. McDow- Rory or, Cochrane, or yeah, Cochran. from
1: uh, Days Confused.
2: Yes. Yeah, Martha Washington was a hip oh, hip lady. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> iconic, <laughs> iconic role. If you had um, to compare the two movies, which one? Maybe we'll save that for the end. But Days of Confused uh, of our generation and Empire Records of our generation, which do you think is better? I have CC. a different comparison oh my in my head.
3: What, what are you? I mean, there's a what? reason why we're doing this. We, we even considered doing Days and Confused when we came up with this movie, and we we're like, nah, it's too good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Days and Confused is good. This movie is a soundtrack with pictures and bad uh, days. this
3: is this is perfect haiku time because yeah. it just brings everything together with what we were talking about. And it Drop goes. It. What are we talking about? Uh, well, I'll <laughs> tell you. The lesson here, folks blend music and sex appeal. You don't need a plot. (laughs) Yes. So you guys can already tell what I'm going to say about this movie. I don't even need to speak after that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
2: yeah. Sex appeal. No plot. I'm in. I'm sold. Well, let's talk about the positive part
0: about this movie first. All of it. Like,
1: (laughs) I would say (laughs) that you're You're like,
0: don't explain anything. It just works. I know that's what you're gonna say. Dave and I are in like a contest. There it is. Um, it's like, I mean, I
3: feel like I should see your nipples, but I don't see them, and I'm wondering why. Where
0: I tape they- them. I tape them in. If oh, for the for the okay. listening in? audience, I have my hoodie deep V showing almost to the nip. A not shaved totally. chest. Let's call it, what it is, a shaved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm much more yeah. aerodynamic. I, I like can slide places because I shave my chest. Wow, yeah.
2: I never thought of it that way.
0: It's okay. true.
3: So anyway, that, you were saying
0: anyway. So this movie though, let's be honest, was iconic to so many, I'd say, people of the female persuasion of that time period. It was very popular. I remember you, hearing you about you it all the say, time. Are you trying to say women? White horny women, <laughs> sure. Male persuasion <laughs> and, and me. I I I kind of
2: identify as a white horny horny woman. So I like that. I, yeah. Go for it. Nice. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> um, this so the movie has like it doesn't have a plot, but it does. Uh, it does have. I feel like it has multiple little mini arcs for a whole bunch of characters, and mm-hmm. I think I think that works fine. In substitution for a plot, I have no problem. I, I enjoy the structure of this movie a lot. I like that everybody gets a little wrap up to their story at the end, and I'm totally happy that it's a happy ending. Also, considering how dark it gets in the middle.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that, that, I, I, that was her, actually One of my com, One of my complaints about this movie Was the t- like the tone Because uh, You couldn't really tell if it was A comedy or they were really Trying to tackle serious issues Because mm-hmm. the yes. way they tackled Thank serious them. Issues was I don't know. Like, it, it felt like somebody explained what sarcasm was to the writer, and the writer was like, oh, I can do that. And then you had, like, uh, you know, Robin Tooney being like, oh, I tried to commit suicide. Mom, so sad. Blah, blah, blah. You know? like I felt like all the characters
0: buoy. were
1: like, uh, like a caricature of what sarcasm or 90s, like, Sarcasm is supposed to be.
0: I also thought that this you know movie. I, mean? I thought right away a comparison, and <laughs> Breakfast Club being a better movie. If you take those two things, for some reason, I thought they just felt very similar. That's the I movie I wanted
2: to compare it to, too. Was Breakfast yeah. Club? Yeah,
0: but the yeah. second part of Breakfast Club, you're you're with the characters long enough in Breakfast Club to go from comedy to a place where you know the characters, you like the characters, and then when it starts to get serious. Also they don't like fix everybody's problems in Breakfast Club. It just is. No, very they pick much... on the nerd
2: and make him right. still well, do all the work and then they leave. And everybody goes character. to make out without him.
3: There's That's how great. Breakfast Club ends. There's few enough characters in Breakfast Club where they can actually Make you really care about all five of them in an hour and forty-five minutes. Where this movie, there's literally two dozen people that come parading in and out of this story. <laughs> I love to it to the point where you're like, "Wait, who's that guy? Who's the Stony Pizza guy that loves vinyl? Where did he go?" Eddie, that's hey, fucking Eddie. I know it's I Eddie. I didn't get what one is.
0: character's name. Like honestly, oh, I, I did not remember one character's I mean, name. There's AJ, right? AJ. There's AJ. Dot Speedman
3: Light. That's AJ. Um, <laughs> then Rex there's Manning. obviously Lex Rex Manning. Miller. And Renee Zellweger, the Becker the or whatever or Becker's the punk rock dude He's like forty seven. And Rex then, Manning, and these, who's like Mike said, it's all these stereotypes and caricatures of like it, you know nineties kids. Like we so have these not, Coyote, coyote Shivers,
1: that guy, yeah, Coyote like, Shivers. That
2: guy. So, I, I, so <laughs> oh, fun fact, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get this fun fact out because it's amazing. Yeah. Coyote Shivers was way older than everybody else, obviously, right? But oh, he yeah. uh, he not only was he older than everybody else, and he lied about his age to get the role, he got the role because his stepdaughter recommended he try out. Do you know who his stepdaughter was at that time? I, I don't remember. even know who we're talking Maybe about. There. Who's
3: Coyote Shivers? Coyote Shivers the guy, is like- the old
2: punk rock guy who shows up at, towards the end of the movie and is like part he's, of the crew, and he plays the, the, the guitar. His name, name is like Katie Sugar and High, and with Oh, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, with the, yeah, Okay, all right. He wrote it. Sugar High. He,
2: yeah. yeah, he's he looks like a like a LA like 80s like punk rock he, dude. He plays but like but he Johnny was Katz dating
0: songs. he was dating the girl who tried to commit suicide. Right? No,
2: he was married to Liv Tyler's mom.
0: Yeah, so nice. he uh, is Liv
2: Tyler's stepdad, and got <laughs> into the movie by lying about his age after she recommended he try out. Nice.
1: <laughs> Actually, the fact that I like about him even better is that he was one of the people who uh who i think he was in shadowy man on a shadowy planet who wrote the kids in the hall theme but he was oh, yeah. part of writing the kids in the hall theme
2: yeah that's pretty cool i like sugar high i think sugar high is an awesome song it, it, it's a it's a great end of the movie party song i love it
1: the, the music honestly i did not have a problem with in this movie <laughs> The music was great. great. So yeah. music, I want to ask I, I, you guys. I, I, all
2: right. So I think to me, I really I like, like this movie. Thing. So I want to ask a question to you guys. So uh-huh. I, th- I think this movie is equally as good a movie as The Breakfast Club. I'm saying that. And I wonder why wh- I, got, I got a lot out of these characters. Like I thought for how many characters there are, even the little characters made an imprint that I liked. And I thought it was the exact same thing as The Breakfast Club in that, uh, You're just giving these like characters that are supposed to represent these kinds of people in that time in the eighties or the nineties or whatever. And they all do. And they're like a little nineties heavy because of that. But I like them all. There was like, you know, they all had different problems. Nobody was happy. And I just bought it. I thought the performances were good. So why do you guys think the breakfast club is better? What's better about the breakfast club? I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Uh, I actually think in
0: comparing the two, I think the performances are better in The Breakfast Club. And I think that it might go back to what Solo said about they weren't trying to throw so many different storylines into one movie. And also, they're in detention in The Breakfast Club. So we're really just dealing with them. It's a very small cast. And I think there was more and better character development. I felt in Empire Records, it was definitely much more, um, oh, we're going to go from this storyline all right, we're done with that one for now. Cut to this other one. Oh, we'll come back. Oh, we fixed uh, that guy's problem. Okay, who's next? I gotta fix your problem. Okay, no, no, no. Who's next? So- I never felt like it was cohesive in like they're all really working as a group together. I-, I thought it was very sporadic the way the movie was and it almost felt more like a one-act play to me. And also, let's be reminded, right? So the movie starts off, the main kid thinks he's gonna, thinks the own, one of the owners, Joe, our manager of this music store is going to sell to Music Town, right? So he goes and he takes his money, goes to Vegas, loses all the money, thinks he's going to, you know, comes back and is heartbroken, and then Not the movie Vegas, just Atlantic starts. City. Atlantic Vegas, yeah. He goes, to I, I think it's funny. He
2: walks into the casino and he like everything he touches goes to gold. Like he's like he's this character of like being cool. He's a kid who thinks he's like a cool grown up, and he walks in, and he like pulls the ladies like uh, slot machine, and it, and it's a jackpot. And then he uh, was—he like rolls the dice and immediately gets sevens on craps table and wins. And he's like badass. And then it all just goes to shit. I thought that was funny. That's a funny. No, setup. I like
0: that part. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm just recapping the plot a little bit. And then yeah. the, every kid who works at the store basically has a dance number to. A, some different rock song by the way there's no rap and very very little metal except for the guar part and i don't know like qualified as like what metal is played in this i thought it was a little more whitewashed but i did like hearing some of the punk and uh ned's atomic dustbin of course you know that was in there so there are a couple of things that were nice but i didn't think it was like capturing the the diversity of the music world by 94 95 you know when this movie did come out
3: well there i mean
0: it was directed very much to that audience let's be honest you know i gotta
3: hit a couple points white White people people. and i'll I'll be i'll be quick (laughs) about it one the breakfast club what i thought back to that question some of the best writing about that movie was that you wind up at the end learning that these people's characters are not representative of their stereotypes? That's like the genius of it. Like you get to meet, like oh, the jock is really a tenderhearted yeah. guy that has his own problems. And you, this movie it's just like nope, no, no. These people are who the fuck they are. <laughs> like you're gonna. But love this movie's not it. about that. This is no. movie's about people finding a family together. I think oh, it's course. very yeah, different. But it's, so it's like a, it's a different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it, I look. I liked Empire Records too. I just don't think it's quite the character study that the Breakfast Club is known for being. That's all.
2: Um, I think I'm just bitter that they make over Ali Sheedy, and I hate that part. I like Ali Sheedy with like flakes (laughs) in her hair and and a big black sweater. I have
3: a a question for me. Dirty hair. Yeah, I like it like (laughs) like that. Here's the question one step to uh, dreadlocks. We're reasonably responsible (laughs) adults here, right? What would would you do if you had an Uh, employee that stole? ninety five hundred dollars from you and lost it in atlantic city and then showed up awesome
2: that's what well he does beat the shit out of him a little bit they give the uh,
0: motivation to that though the motivation is that when cochran's character was put in county by his mom which i'm assuming lucas put in county does that mean like she she gave him up for adoption or does that mean he went to jail because then Uh, he says three years later what did lucas do
2: what did Lucas do that got him put out of home? What do you think? Lighting fires? Oh, like, I think killing squirrels. I don't think he was killing squirrels. I think he was <laughs> no. doing some destruction property of some sort.
1: No, it was the it... dumb. He was like playing drums or something.
0: Very Nine Inch
2: Nails Mom, was that like crazy?
1: style.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: It's something very... He's wearing corsets. They make, they
2: make it a point to say that Lucas only started behaving like that when, yeah. like the, when the movie starts. And I'm very curious what Lucas was like before we see him in the movie.
1: I don't know. I didn't really, I found him kind of annoying. Like, <laughs> like when he kept talking back to Joe, every time he's like, where's my money? What the fuck? Where's my money? And he just kept saying stuff like, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> and like the worst way, like the most annoying way. I don't know. It, 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 so it also not, the turn in this movie starts, starts. Read is really funny bad. to me. It was just like very annoying.
0: The turn in this movie also starts really early Because you come back, you think Joe's the bad guy in the very beginning of the movie that he was going to sell to Music Town. And we've come to find out that he was trying to buy the record store from the greedy owner, who was another regular archetype that we would have. And I I also just I thought the characters were already predictable. And as the story progressed, it was already completely predictable. And, you know, to go along with J-Bone. If you're along for that ride, I can see exactly why you liked it. You know what I mean? But to me, I was like, isn't there like a better turn in this? Isn't there a better, like, I don't know, just something. I mean, the Rex Manning character was funny. And Rex Manning is supposed to represent like Michael (laughs) Bolton, right? It's like this.
2: I have a theory. Robert Palmer, I think. I have something I want to say. Is he Robert Palmer? Rex Manning. I'm going to say something controversial. (laughs) Simply irresistible. Wait, what was the
1: song? No way.
2: (laughs) Uh, Mia Moore something I love when they're like throwing water on the models they're just like hitting him in the face with buckets of water in slow motion (laughs) that's really funny um the uh I have a I have a a controversial statement about Rex Manning when Liv Tyler presents herself to him right he gives her so many opportunities (laughs) to to like check herself he's like are you sure are you sure like you don't really want to do this you don't want to and then i'm i here's my controversial statement when he whips his dick dick out and says go to town or whatever he says rock and roll <laughs> rock and roll like rock and roll i think he's i think he's literally like this is going to freak he knows it's going to freak you out he's not actually interested in sex at all he's just with her he's like you're you're out of here you're done and i and i think that speaks well of rex manning
0: <laughs> i thought too that it was actually funny to suddenly have in the middle of all these movies that we've seen where We've seen like blatant sexual things that we all are going. Hmm. This I wrote down sexual cool. consent. Willow.
2: Remember Willow? Yeah, it was like sexual
0: yeah. consent. Like he was like, "Do you want to do this?" And she was like, "Absolutely." And then you were like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, How yeah. old are you, though? And she was like, "Old enough." And I'm like, mm, "You should."
3: you're 17.
0: Us. And they you're were saying, they you were like, check her like, license. Like, man, it's disgusting now. <laughs> yeah,
1: they were yeah. like really mean to him too. They were like basically yeah. calling him like a. Asshole, sellout, fraud guy. has been and also. Yeah, and, when he, he, and when he's, he's <laughs> been around for so long, and here he is at some like tiny crappy mu- you know music store signing albums, putting yeah. in the work to promote his album. <laughs> even though he's he like, doesn't
2: like his haircut, he's feeling a little insecure because he doesn't like his haircut. Yeah. It's not him. Just wants and to. Renee Zellweger.
0: Lunch. Yeah, exactly. ha- he, he's <laughs> totally he's fine lunch. to have
2: sex with Renee Zellweger. Their sex their, is she their, the same age as Liv Tyler? I feel like she's a little older. I feel like she's, like, maybe, like, 1920. She's, like, and, and she's know. lived they a little. Or just been with more dudes. So, definitely.
1: wait, are they in college? Then? Definitely.
2: No,
3: because nah. one of the plot points is that Liv she's gets trying to, go to Harvard and has a mental breakdown. She could be at community college. And like, an AJ's going to go I mean, to art school. Right. The
1: actors yes. do are definitely not in high school. Right, no. <laughs> so it's really <laughs> confusing when they keep talking about school. I was just, like... Wait, she just like fucked Rex Manning. Is did she say she's going? Uh, she's in high school.
2: No, because they said like. Remember a couple of years I ago when she got dumped by that about dentist. That. Like I right, think right. I feel like she's older. She's in her twenties, but you know she works there. They're not all the same age in the record store. So I don't think they're all a, supposed to be like. She's getting eight. a GED. Like, maybe I I feel like her character Hasn't hasn't figured out What to do yet That's kind of the idea Like she doesn't know What to do She's kind of aimless I get that's the at, idea Of the movie men. But I
0: think a movie Like Clerks Did it better You know what I mean
2: If you're comparing This
0: What's that yeah.
2: Try not to suck any dicks On the way to the parking lot
0: <laughs> There's one scene Alright so at the end Of the movie So if you go through This movie All this stuff happens They have a kid Who tries to shoplift Comes back with a gun That's like one plot And then they're like Hey we're gonna sell We're going to help Joe out and and figure out how to get this money that got stolen. So we're going to throw a party and everybody comes. And then the mean guy who's all about capitalism finally is like working the the desk because nobody's working there. And then he's like, you know what, Joe, you love this place so much. So why don't I sell it to you? Cheap. And they've
1: raised enough money from the keg to pay for the record store. Yeah. <laughs> one keg, people—that's
0: the—that's the American dream that you yeah. can Three buy kegs, one keg, but still, and yeah. buy a business after your first party. I think that's what they're trying to say. You're Let's right. get that back to depressing. that
1: economy, like our parents' economy. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. could buy anything by throwing a kegger.
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, we should do a kegger for the podcast. <laughs> I
2: like. Um, what was it? there was a joke that I really liked. Oh, there was a part where um in one of the many montages when they're showing like all the people in the store listening to music. I think it was like then they did Video Kill the Radio Star maybe or something like that. I think like setting up for Rex Manning Day and uh they show like the record listening boost. and you know there's like somebody oh, making yeah, out. Oh yeah, I did like that. And my favorite part is like there's a woman in there hysterically crying and holding a Carpenters album. <laughs> I liked the Dirty Ballet that really dancer
0: <laughs> that the kid from uh Even, what's his-
2: Ethan Embry yeah, <laughs> Ethan Embry, who
0: is, I love that guy. I think I love him in everything I, I've seen him in. But War, I love, but I was like, says,
2: War. War. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love how the ballet dancer, like, is not wearing any drop shoes. that in
1: when he says, yeah. In a
0: record yeah. store, I was like, what the hell is that? Like, why would you do that? Like, that's disgusting.
2: That is. I hilarious. have to he really see. Her feet. He kisses her foot too. And then I like yeah. that she's weirded out. Yeah. They don't play it like it's a magical moment and like everybody's under the spell. She, at first she's like, <laughs> oh, this guy's cute. And then she's like, this motherfucker just kissed my foot. Like what the hell? <laughs> what was his problem?
0: Out of I don't know with the stoner and was him. High as shit.
2: I, yeah, is he that was,
0: the he only he pot brownies
2: the whole movie? <laughs> the extra sugar, extra sugar. He said pot, pot brownies. I like that whole that whole scene where he's watching um, the Guar video and he can and the, like he acts out the whole like I can't tell if this is real or not. And then yeah. like he has like that deep dark moment of being too stoned, but then he comes out of it. You get to ride it out with him, and he comes out of it and he's ready and he loves it.
0: See, but that's why I think the movie had an identity crisis, and I was never, like, super into Empire Records growing up, so I just kind of came to it as a movie right now. Like, I love that sort of stuff, and I just feel like it never went far enough. Like, go for it, you know? Like, really go for it. And it just kind of all, I think it wanted to stay in this very, we're going to try to reach a teenage thing, so we're going to be weird, but just not weird enough. The girls are going to get in a predictable fight. She's gonna call her a slut, and then the other one's too perfect. I did like the fact that Liv Tyler's character did speed. I mean, that was
2: pretty cool. And, you I think know, she boom. was a
1: speed freak.
2: <laughs> yeah, they all had a little. the, I, I just the only, the only the... drama that was stupid was AJ's because that one feels like it yeah. came out of nowhere because it's just like all of a sudden, like at the funeral scene, he's like, "Man, I really gotta figure out if I'm going to art school." <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Where did well, that, come he, that from? guy
1: was annoying.
2: He was annoying. There was uh, I. Had, who were your Who were your immediate reactions of who you wanted to replace him with? I know everybody had one. I wanted I mean, Josh Hartnett. I wanted to switch Josh Hartnett in. Dan yeah. Cortez.
1: I mean, he was fucking okay. Jordan canalotto <laughs> light. It just should have been Jared Leto.
2: Scott That's Bayo. what they wanted. Jared Leto. Yeah. I do like the line when he's like, I don't need to explain my art to you. He's <laughs> he That was the, a funny uh, line. The, like the, the quarter getting glued payoff with Warren Beatty. That's funny. I think this movie's funny. It's good. It's a good There's,
1: movie. It's like, I. T- it's uneven though. <laughs> it's like, like, well, because like, I feel like at some point they really w- should decide, like, is this comedy like coming from a real place or is this, uh you know, like absurdist? And I don't know. They, I, I feel like they just keep going back and forth, back and forth, and never really settling on one. And at some point, I it made me check out a little bit. Like I like checked out for a second in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I, and then got back in. I was like, Oh, what's that? What were they Did doing? Did the haircut okay.
2: scene work for you guys? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> that yeah, she actually, really cut her hair.
2: Yeah, like, did it work? I mean, was it like a powerful scene? Was it, did it work as like an actually having her, you're watching her shave her head completely for the movie? Yeah, I, I, really. I did pick
3: up on that because you don't really see, you know, actresses, you know, on screen shave their entire head. With, what about like, what are you talking about? Like, you see that in
0: every action movie where they have to change their identity and sometimes they have to like shave their head i mean i think feel like i've seen that scene a bazillion times i also wrote down name well, three. how long was she name in three land? name three Board. Yeah. i think well, i have to think of it now the uh, femme nikita they shave her head the uh french version um yeah. the does he shave his head in the suicide scene in royal tenenbaums he does shave his head. Luke no, Wilson does. I, I think We're talking about different.
3: actresses. actresses. Yeah, I think it's oh, a little like, different yeah. if it's if it's an actress.
0: <laughs> well, um, like with a spank bank, why does it only have to be about women? Huh? We can doesn't. open it up. Well,
3: I mean, it, doesn't, it doesn't. But it doesn't. Doesn't. I also you want to know, comment you know, on how all long all does it take was, you
0: to shave your head the first time? She would have been time. in there for yeah. like four hours. Like, yeah, it, Scientifically,
1: both men and women have heads. Fuck.
0: This is true. I never thought of that. I, um, and some give head. I don't know. Like Robinson oh. uh she's she's
3: <laughs> I think it's
2: a good scene. I think it's a powerful scene. Like she comes I, in I and agree. like and, and it, it, mean, it's it she sweeps fine. in and changes she changes the tone of the movie with her appearance. Uh and I think it's funny, like her I think her rapport with uh with um Liv Tyler is really funny when they when they're like they're a little like sniping at each other where Liv Tyler's trying so hard to be her friend. I like it. I thought it was good. I don't know. What I'm, I'm just. Gonna, I feel like I'm just going to keep saying I think it's good when you guys don't like it, so I'll just stop.
3: No, no. Like, I, I When I has that ever
2: like, changed? I
3: feel like
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: When? When have you not like? When you're committed I to hated it, mannequin? Man. Well, okay, all
1: right. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: that's fair though. I but, just thought it was like I. I'm trying to think of a really good '90s movie where I. You know what? I like Scream better than this by far. I think that's yeah. fair. What okay. about Reality
2: Bites? I like. I think this is a way better movie than Reality
0: Bites. God, I don't even remember.
1: Uh, I really don't like either. I don't know. Maybe yeah. just because I was like slightly older when these movies came out mm-hmm. to where maybe it was the, like this movie wasn't like pitched to me because I was like maybe 17 when
0: this came out. Well, what were we watching? Like Bottle Rocket? You know, We remember discovering yeah. that. Like we, there was a whole different tone that Empire <laughs> Records tries to – either yeah. bottle together or someone who wanted to make their first film was like, look, guys, I, it's all set in the same place. It only takes yeah. place for these characters. It's going to be a really cheap, easy type budget. And I don't know if he did it yeah. indie or if he got a studio to do it. But you know what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like. We're going to kind of just keep this these all.
2: These movies are designed to, like, launch stars. That's kind yeah. of what they are trying to do. They're, and to sell a soundtrack. But I think true. I think this movie's better than just being a I, function of those things
1: I think Singles is better than this and Singles is oh, yeah, yeah.
2: not a good movie I, I think Singles <laughs> is a good movie too <laughs> we should do Singles See, I still think we should do Singles Can't Hardly Wait uh, can Hardly really sing- Wait it's like a dumb dumb fun movie but I don't think it's like good
1: but it's well, like a soundtrack it's was- like a soundtrack that everybody knows that people I don't think remember the movie really well yeah like, like single, was like or the, singles my senior this, year's and, movie yeah, but I don't I never, know. Yeah. Maybe I was a little in high school. Maybe I was just a little too over stuff.
2: You were too cool for it, man.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like you maybe it was cool just me, because I definitely had friends my age who liked this movie a whole lot.
2: Weirdly, and I, I think and I liked this movie. Sorry, go ahead.
1: There was definitely guys in in my high school who on uh, well, it's Catholic school, but on dress down day they would dress like uh, what's that? The artist kid aj Catalog- yeah they would dress like aj <laughs> with like the sweaters and like they'd have their hair kind of like
2: baja sweaters yeah the
1: baja <laughs> sweaters and their, their like hair pushed behind their ears and they kind of be like i'm but i'm like sensitive to the know? moment
2: when when <laughs> that that's i mean that character is like a cliche of 90s movies and i think oh, yeah aj is not the worst of them but it, i think his character uh is the least interesting one in the movie uh, another weird uh, fun fact is that uh What's his name? Toby Maguire shot like was cast for a character that they completely cut from the movie. Apparently he like and I, and I bet you that's going to that would have tied AJ's story like a little bit more. Oh, into it. that's
0: in the credit. He's in the credit. Yeah. Well, so yeah. you're they, telling me if I saw a director's cut like the Zack Snyder, I haven't actually watched it yet. The I can't wait League to watch thing.
2: that. I'm watching that this weekend and I want to do an episode. You're I'm watching it weekend. the whole
0: weekend because it's four and a half hours I know. long. I'm
2: but excited. I mean,
0: like, is there something on the cutting room floor that would have made this movie actually make sense? The, the, well, the,
2: the I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know, because apparently he was like impossible out. to work with and they sent him home. Toby Maguire got like sent home from the movie, and they were like, and oh. they just decided to cut the character.
3: In, in the fun facts, it said he had a conflict that came up, but they, they apparently the original writing for this was there was a whole other day. This was supposed to be a two day experience at the record store, not a one day experience. Ah. And there were forty minutes. There's an extended version that I thankfully did not watch. That is forty minutes longer than the really almost two hours. Yeah, <laughs> so that. there's plenty of stuff that that didn't quite make this. Apparently, apparently uh, Warren had a sister it was in it somewhere that, that seems which one's warren warren's the warren shop that they give a job oh. to. the armed shop-wister.
1: welcome to the dollhouse yeah we should look up yeah. his name
2: <laughs> uh, we looked other him other up things. he's had he's had a good career he's been like a tv actor for a long time
1: yeah he's awesome
2: mm-hmm. uh yeah. then, so wait i something somebody said about the hair when aj Oh, Mike. when when aj and Liv tyler's character what was her character's name um when they have their big romantic moment on the top of the store i don't know sure um (laughs) it might have been actually they like they have they both do the exact same like hair moves like when they're about to make out and their hair like lays the same it's (laughs) it's weird when the romantic leads kind of look alike uh their kiss was super awkward she she goes for like the dip thing twice which is too much one too many but but then when they actually kiss it's good (laughs) it's like a, a real dramatic moment i like it I think that this movie
0: and others like it set up a lot of romantic failures for everyone's teenagehood. Because you were like, oh, I'm supposed to make some big gesture. And then you make that big gesture
2: and then the girl's just embarrassed and doesn't like
0: you anyway. He doesn't make a big gesture,
2: though. He just builds up to like, that's his real storyline, not the art school. It's more like he's going to tell her how he feels about her. And then he tells her the exact wrong moment, which is also a good scene after she's like, Tries to have sex with but Rex once again, Manning.
0: extremely predictable. I mean, because I could go, can hardly wait. The or two, is it relatable? Ethan Ambro falls in love with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then she's going to college and they finally are like, oh, it's just right when you're going to college. But guess what? They stay together. You know what I mean? And it, it, <laughs> that's why I had a problem with Is me. it I predictable
2: or is it an archetype?
0: It's predictable. Because I could tell you from oh. just how it's – they're they're just running it down because you've seen it so many times. And that's why I thought Breakfast Club yeah. was better
2: because it, it doesn't – happens to everybody, right? Not to everybody, but every year there's seniors going through this.
0: Well, that's why – I mean, hey, l- let's look at it this way. If you have a market and people will pay to see it, it doesn't really matter what the fuck I say, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you know – so it's just – but still, you observe it and you go, yeah, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I think an amazing movie that I remember uh, as a teenager loving was Gross Point Blank, which is about an older generation and but a hitman, John Cusack. And uh, all, all of that sort of stuff mixed in and still how you have – it was flipping around a teenage um, story into you know a reunion and then something else. But you had two different storylines, okay? You had two different storylines that seemed to work together, and you spent enough time with them. And I'm not saying that they're similar movies. I'm just saying that I wish this storyline either went quicker, you know, like a snatch or something, where it all came together, or gave more time to the characters. So that's that's my
2: opinion. Well, let's. This is a good time for a quick pause, and then we'll come back. And Dave, do you have some titles for us? Yeah, I do. Do I have to bleep any of them out this time? (laughs)
0: No, no, I wasn't even a title. That was more of a question. <laughs> nice selection. What? Help you with anything?
3: No, I'm all right.
0: Thanks. You like music? Yeah.
3: Mm, me too. Fat man walks alone. What are you, some kind of weirdo?
0: It's a big coat you're wearing. Lots of pocket room. Yeah. (laughs) See ya. I'm sure I'll bump into you.
2: Dave, hit us with some of your alternative titles. All right. Right before I do
0: that, I have a question. Was Rex Manning the same actor who was in Greece 2? Oh. I think he is. He's like the English guy. I don't know guy. enough to tell
2: you he's not. And I'm not going to look it up.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. Wasn't that guy yeah.
2: Australian? Oh, no. She was Australian. Greece 2 no, was a rough one. Olivia Newton-John in the first Caulfield? one. Yeah. Yes, Maxwell Caulfield.
1: Maxwell Caulfield was in Greece 2. Oh,
2: I'm just okay. starting you know.
1: I have an IMDB app on my phone, and you know what? I think I'm gonna start looking stuff up.
2: No. <laughs> start to
0: really invest
1: in, in that.
2: I like animals. if we just I like when we just confidently say something that we have no idea if it's true or not. We're just like well, that's yeah, why I post it as a question. He was in No Country for Old Men. Did you guys know that? Oh, that's yeah. right. He yeah. Loves- the
0: Coen brothers love him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So alternative titles. <laughs> All right. Uh Play with my drumsticks Uh, I offer myself To Rex Boning Um, I had that shirt I had those pants And I had that skateboard Uh, I almost (laughs) choked on a pretzel I mean dick Um, Bigger banana heads for all Uh, No you're the joke No you're the joke No you're the joke Uh, This music is These are getting really abstract I know. I was trying hard on this one. <laughs> Rex pantsing day. I told you I was trying really go. hard. Rex mammogram day. <laughs> Rex, Rex- Man, erection Max- day. <laughs> just like Rex-, Rex erection day? I love yeah.
1: it. <laughs> Rex mammogram day is for a good cause. It yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so many pirate shirts, uh, like from Seinfeld, because they all had the first, yeah, okay. Um rap, metal, rap, metal, rap, metal. When that whole Winnie thing. Winnie Houston. Um, yeah. <laughs> Winnie Houston. Uh old Joe girlfriend. Yeah. Old Joe Rockerballs. Um <laughs> uh, AJ friend zone. Um eh. <laughs> so, Solo's not on the call anymore, but I wrote down Josh, you're a superb manager. Uh <laughs> uh live live like speed. Um <laughs> we're open till midnight. Uh you have a problem. I have a problem. Hey, we solved it. End of alternative titles. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Well was like the highlight of me for this movie. That was when I was like, oh, oh yeah. I actually Walmart- got a what good is.
1: alternative title, which is from the song what's it called? Sugar. Hi. sugar
2: high
1: <laughs> it's from the song sugar high it says when i assume I it's think,
2: called
1: sugar. <laughs> when i think about my life i went to kiss myself goodbye
2: i know it's such oh. a good line <laughs> so it's such a good line that song's awesome. it a Dad, good I, I like when all the like the all the different types of people show up because because as somebody said like i think Dave or david one of you guys one of the gooks just said that this movie is so like specific to its white people-ness that it's like these like indie rock or like punk rock artsy types and they all are and then one's like an aging boomer like classic rocker and and that's it like that's all you get like a black lady who's the male male person dancing in one clip And, and then at the end you get all these other types of people that show up to all dance to sugar high you get like, the hippies, you yeah, got, like, the, the, the dancing rockers. people, the punk rockers, yeah. like, all extreme that stuff. Extreme
0: sports.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the guys from, uh, is it Dude, Where's My Car? When they just go and wreck the, like, 7-Eleven over and over again. And they're like, extreme kayaking! And they, like, No, that was
0: from and uh, the... Harold and Kumar Go oh, to Harold White Castle. Yeah. yeah, I wanted those it's guys. like, oh, it's those extreme assholes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pounding
2: energy drinks.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kayaking to the extreme. <laughs> Uh, what did I, um, God, I didn't write many notes on this.
2: My, uh, my older, my oldest kid came down while we were watching it. And she was, she was like, what are you guys watching? And we said a movie and she goes, it's got a lot of rock and roll in it. And I thought that was like <laughs> a cool thing. That's like in the movie side.
1: That's like my review of the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I also wrote down on. sweet, sweet CD player. You know, yeah. like it made me think of how long. Oh Yeah. It, we use CD players for, I mean, it hasn't been what, I guess now what has been maybe 15 years that everything's gone completely digital, but we all had a CD player for a long time.
2: Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. that too, how it was like a prize possession, like going off to college, you got a CD player so you could control music wherever you ended up living <laughs> and you had it with you and you had to cart that thing around like a boom box or whatever the people had. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Like Everybody like had like a one. five disc changer.
0: I always had to have three things, especially like in the early years when I was doing like summer dance programs in like Austin or whatever. The first day I would get there, I'd need an alarm clock with a radio on it. Then I needed a boom box that was a CD player and, you know, a tape player because that's just what I had. Mm -hmm. And as long as I had those two things, I could like stand being in any dorm room weird place that they would put you up for like a month. And it was like kind of became that thing. And then somewhere you had to find
2: a TV. (laughs) <laughs> right. If it if you need you didn't need the TV though, but you needed the stereo. Right. right. It, you oh, need, yeah. 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 And it's funny. It, this movie has like no idea that record stores are going to die. The the, oh, the, big, the big plot of this one is that record stores are being like com- com- what is it called like. I know. Mod- I said that mod- at the end when it, he's so just literally-
1: like. Uh, you know, when it's like he wins, he gets mm-hmm. to buy the record store. I, mean, right. I, I literally turned to Sarah and was just like, yeah, good luck with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could have
2: been a blockbuster for, you know. Yeah. But I forgot, like, I tried to t- I've tried to tell myself, as we're like the age where we got to see, like, we got to live where we, we were little kids when there was only tapes and records. And we saw like records disappear, like into like closets. And then we saw CDs come and they were like a big novelty. And then we saw them take over completely and like tapes weren't good enough anymore. And everything was CDs, even though men sucked and Walkman were awesome. I don't know why we all like had a collective stupidity about that. And then <laughs> um, and then we got to see like the digital thing take over. And I, I, I feel like I've, ma- I've made a personal decision to like tell myself, like, remember what it was like when you had to lug your music around, like, people used to have those big cases of CDs and shit. And I had one of those too. And like, yeah. you know, you didn't, you didn't want to like have a moment when you really wanted to hear something and you couldn't get it. And now you can pull up any fucking song you've ever wanted. I've forgotten more songs than I'll ever remember at this point that i can, that I can pull up and listen to right now. Like I could just put on any song. And the total like
0: album concept, you know what I mean? Like my tastes have gotten so varied and so individual to just that song that I like. And I'll try to listen through someone's, whole album a little bit and pick out the songs I like but that's what ends up on your phone on your whatever you know I remember too and I tell you know students that I've taught like dance stuff like I had to lug that CD case everywhere and it was like Mm -hmm. literally like having you know an encyclopedia in your backpack that I would have to take on the train to here to there and you just needed that CD
1: (laughs) you guys know I worked in a record store though right
2: wait I don't know if I knew that which one I forgot
1: Right right before I moved in with you in like 2000 or 2001, uh, I worked at State of the Art on South Street. But of course you did,
0: Mike. Like, of course you worked that. at a coffee shop. You worked at every like 90s trope place for somebody who was playing music at the time. I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but you know, I don't Flexible know if hours. Whole Foods, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who
2: Whole Foods falls in yeah. there, but
1: I, don't know. I worked I'm at Whole Foods. Ghetto.
2: I worked at the Whole Foods for a week for it was either one shift or a weekend of two shifts. I can't remember, but they hired they like brought me in and I was like, I hope they make me a cheese monger. That's what I really wanted to be. And, and I was like, I just want to hang out with the cheese. And I was like, I hope they don't make me like a fish monger. I can't handle that. And then they asked me, they were like, is there anything you're not comfortable doing? And I told them, I was like, I don't want to ever run the register. Like I did, I wanted to just show up stoned and like sell cheese to people or stock up shelves. I want to do anything except stand (laughs) at a register and have to interact with people. And the first fucking day, they're like, we're going to have you bagging groceries. I was like, I don't know how to fuck bag groceries. (laughs) Like I always go to the aisle where they bag it for you. I don't, I'm just going to, and like the first old lady started yelling at me because I put the eggs in first and started putting things on top of it. Which now I know is like a cardinal (laughs) sin, but at the time I didn't. And it was where everyone else squished the and,
0: eggs. Yeah. Well, I quit. I
2: like immediately quit. And I was like, I'm not coming back. Like, this place sucks. I could see you stoned with the cheese, and you're like, Would you like to
0: try some brie?
2: Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like, this shit's amazing, and just like you hand it to it. people as they walk by. That was that was for on like the weekends. That's what you're I wanted like, to do with the weekend. This
0: whole yeah. wheel of cheese could be yours. Yeah. I, I worked at Jamba, Jamba Juice. That was
1: like I worked at the Jamba the, juice, Jamba juice <laughs> in the in the Whole Foods. I got off the register (laughs) as fast as I could because that was just like a nightmare. Um, And then I worked in Jamba Juice. It was really cool. Like lots of it was on South Street, and lots of cool people would come in all the time. Well, do you think uh, this movie would would come in and?
0: well, Mike, do you yeah. think this movie, as somebody who worked in a record store in the '90s, yeah, yeah. is in any way is it historically
1: de- accurate? Is that what you're asking me? A
0: de- I said a decent representation. I historically <laughs> accurate. I wouldn't even start with that. In this, look, it's not Robin <laughs> Hood, Prince of it. Thieves. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's not. It what not what eh? no. It's a better it's not. movie than Robin Hood, <laughs>
0: Prince of Thieves. Um. It, well, you know what they're not enough like, Kevin Costner. I think that they were
1: trying to capture the vibe of, and the weirdness of working in a record store. And some of it, yeah, but most of it not really. I don't know. Like I don't okay. know, well, everybody didn't talk to each other off sarcastically all the time, like they were, you know, auditioning for uh the vagina monologues or something, you know.
2: Is the vagina monologue <laughs> sarcastic or, <I've> rent.
1: Never... <laughs> or something? Oh, you know rent. what I mean? Like Ren yeah. is
2: not sarcastic. Ren is dripping with sincerity and it's the sarcastic it's vagina monologues. Worse. They're all just like, my vagina? Or it's like, <laughs> I'm just trying
1: to think of like 90s alt v- things. Like,
2: I bet yeah. you guys thought you were going to hear me talk about my vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on
0: you. But it's I'm like going to talk d- about that guy's dick in the front row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like the Daria thing. Like, it's like somebody watches Daria and it's like, oh, that's the way teenagers must talk.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're just
1: like, whatever adult, you think all of us want to like take pills and commit suicide? whatever.
2: <laughs> message <Yeah. laughs> all right Mike. I mean, well let, let's do it Mike you, you're you ready right. so let me let me tee you off Mike uh, does Empire Records suck now
1: uh, I you know what I, I think it does suck now and I think I didn't like it then so it was it was a tough sell the second time around I mean I've probably seen this movie a lot just because it's always on TV. But it was like one of those movies, I think, that when it it was frustrating because after this comes out and I I go to college, everybody's like comparing you to like these characters. If like you are into music or work in a Mm -hmm. record store, like I had so many people just come up to me and be like, oh, you're in a band. Are you like blah, 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 like AJ from (laughs) or whatever. Nobody
2: said that to you. (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> I didn't say A J because I never. I definitely did not have an A J vibe, but, but I guess I was maybe a little more like probably more like Coyote. Like I had a little Coyote vibe. Katie shivers. Yeah, kind yeah. Of shivers. That's vibe. still
2: kind of your vibe, like a little like nineteen yeah. fifties mixed with punk kind of thing. Yeah, that's your vibe.
1: But but I think like a lot of people looked at that as a way to like take your vibe, relate like. to me, and it yeah. was a little annoying. Like. Oh, you're all, you, do you like alternative? Like when people <laughs> ask you, you know, it, it was like in the nineties when they were trying to ask you if you like a certain kind of music, they would yeah. say something. That's like, That's because do you like they like Dave
0: Matthews and we obviously did not. No, but like
1: I, I mean like looking back it's it's hilarious cuz you're you're a kid and everybody's like trying to figure out who they are as a kid so mm-hmm. people just adopt the lexicon of MTV or whatever like what they think is cool so if they see me playing in a band it's just like this is their reference point it's like right And oh, oh like Empire Records yeah uh-huh
3: Well you
1: got
2: Dave got compared to Seth Green in uh Can't Hardly Wait a lot and I know you <laughs> oh, love definitely that. <laughs> well you that know sarcasm it's, mike yeah but, uh, i'll even go and comment <laughs> on that like
0: do i think this movie sucks now uh yeah i i do um <laughs> come at it. you're coming for this go, movie right it. now, I, it, now. I, I'm not, it. <laughs> I i have a feeling like i know what they were going for and i just don't think it was accomplished and when you see a movie like dazed and confused breakfast club or something Or or clerks, or something, where you're trying to deal with a bunch of kids who have nowhere to go, and this was like the happy ending version of it. It, it, I like the fact in Days and Confused or Breakfast Club where it just it didn't really have an ending. You know, it was truly a day in a life, even though some stuff is obviously not real. But it Uh, just was like cinema
1: verite. Yeah, just
0: life keeps. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. This movie is not cinema verite. I need more accent from you when you say that. Um, uh, how you say? Cinema uh-huh. Verite,
1: uh-huh. Como se <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, But I do agree, and I don't know I'd be very curious to, uh, I, I maybe I'll have to ask some of the teenagers that I teach, like, do they identify with a certain music as a group the way I think kids in the '90s and into the 2000s definitely did? That I was—I knew I liked hip-hop in-house because I was doing a lot of breakdancing and a lot of that sort of stuff, but I also liked the stuff that Mike was listening to and, you know, hardcore and also metal and all this other stuff, but my identity went toward, you know, breakdancing culture and that sort of thing, so of course you're going to get labeled for the horrible term of the period, guys, just so you know, you get labeled as a wigger, and it's like, you know, but I, at some point you break through that when you actually are talking to people and they're like, oh no, he like loves this genuinely. He's not pretending to be someone else. It's a genuine thing that you are into. And, you know, I just wonder if kids with music today being so sporadic, if they have a certain group that they're identifying with, or is it just much more inclusive because you don't get an album, you don't get a, you know. I don't think they
1: do. This was like 25 years ago. Yeah. Like, think about, I don't know, that, that's almost like the, our parents talking about the 50s to us or something.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I think this is like a, another world to kids to where, you know, there's like, there is, you still have like punks and, and those kinds of people out there who identify with a certain genre of music, but it's not like it was when we were
0: around. Well, yep, you know, you up. think about how music gets consumed, and leading up, I think through into the '90s, that you know, as things technology got better and better, going and seeing something live, like people still love live music. I just think yeah. also the the breakdown of the record uh, industry and the internet has, I don't know, fractured everything. And I'm and I'm absolutely in agreement well, no, like, with you. Like people just like
1: music now. Like yeah, if well, you I'm ask somebody, they're that, like, "I'm yeah. into music." It's well, there's like, there's got to like be pump. all
0: these little scenes that have popped up that kids are, you know, but there's no um, industry that's supporting these amount of bands are out there. I think you got to get popular through YouTube or, you know, whatever SoundCloud, it's all self-promotion. And then once they know you're a brand and they can make money off of you because they don't want to invest any money unless they can brand you. So I feel like that's definitely changed. But on the other end, the kids who are into one artist, if they all rally around that artist these days, that's the amazing thing. They can actually make that person popular just from the internet, which I think was like a Rex
1: Manning. Like
0: who's (laughs) Rex Manning of now? Uh, Michael Blue Blay.
2: Mike, Michael, do you know what
1: Michael does? I don't. He's a trumpet player.
2: Christmas songs. No, he's not. He's like a troubadour. He sings Christmas songs.
1: Oh, I thought he was a trumpet player.
2: No. There you go. Get back on your supercomputer
0: phone and look it up. Yeah, I'm not looking that one up. He's a trumpet player. He can't
1: change. He's a mind. Tru-
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if you're that confident in it, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because his name's
1: Michael Blueblay, which is like I don't know. Yeah.
2: That's the that's what your mouth makes when you play the trumpet. You go blue, blue, yeah, blue, and then it's like
1: it's like Celtic for horn blower. You made that horn
2: funky. Oh, I, I dig it a little funky. You're
0: like
1: Yeah,
2: I don't all know. Right, somebody I, somebody uh, throw me the question. Let me let me let right. me give this movie a little love.
1: J Bone. Yeah. <laughs> Does this movie suck now?
2: I no. Uh, resounding <laughs> okay. no. So here's oh, the thing. we didn't I,
0: see that coming. We... Well,
2: I feel <laughs> passionate about it, not because I want to argue against you guys, because I think everything both of you said and that Solo expressed too is totally valid criticism. And I actually, I totally get why you guys don't like this movie. I get it. And I, and I can't like argue against it. I don't think it's like a, I don't think you guys are missing something that I'm seeing or something like that, but I just think it, it really works for me. It's, it does a lot of things that I like in a movie. And we've talked about this a million times, but like, you know, I don't really need a plot. I'm much more interested in a character arc than a plot. And I like setting more than plot a lot of times too. And I love that. Like, you know, it's a one, what do you call it? Like a, what they it's call it act. it's in a one it's well it's in like one location there's a name for that too I can't remember oh. um, a bottle it's a bottle episode like uh-huh. in a TV show when they just like stay in one spot the whole time it's called a bottle episode I think this movie finds little moments that are funny and like it's that weird line where Mike talked about the tone shift and how it doesn't know where it is. And to me I found that exciting and along with like kind of the fast pace that it goes at editing wise and and throwing all these montages it kind of builds into the little like kind of a surreal experience which I really like. It's, I, I think this movie is surreal. I, I think they do kind of lean into it. They clearly have like, you know, the guar tripping scene and everything. And uh, and like uh, Eddie, Eddie is so like oblivious, un, like completely oblivious to everything that he's almost like this surreal character that shows up. But there's funny moments that it finds, the Carpenter's lady. I like when um, Ethan Embry's character puts his, like they do the whole m M&M m color to pick who gets to play the music. Like that's a cool little moment that I like, a little character moment of that world. And when he plays the music, everybody hates his music. They keep blocking it, except there's that one yeah. dude in the store who's, like, this metal dude who starts moshing with him because he's just like, fuck yeah, this rocks. And he starts rocking with it. Like, I like those little moments. It's it's funny. Um, you know, they do the saturated colors with the sound soundtrack, you know, which a lot, I think maybe half-baked is probably the best at doing that, where they just kind of, like, oversaturate all the primary colors to make it just, again, just overwhelm you with, like, you're just supposed to turn your brain off and go with it. It's for teenagers. You can't pay attention. You know, all that stuff. And I like it. Uh, yeah, I, it finds the jokes. And I thought, like, uh, the, I really loved the little credit discussion at the end between Eddie and Ethan Embry. And I thought it shows you that this movie was written by somebody who, like, knows how people who were kind of very 90s and thought music was the entire world, which was a thing, uh, talk. When they have that whole conversation where Eddie's, like, they're talking about Primus And Ethan Embry is trying to say like how great they are. And Eddie's like, oh, you know, they're, they're kind of empty, but the Pixies are great. Like that's exactly a conversation people had in college and in high school and stuff like that. And it's either the Pixies or the Smiths. Jesus. There was just always those two bands. Well, he does. He does talk about the Pixies (laughs) bass lines and Kim Deal was a pretty badass bass player. So uh, the Pixies, yeah. They're one
1: of the greatest bands ever. See, Mike's (laughs) that
2: Mike. There you go. I'm not. Yeah oh sorry oh, you can I'll finish her, up but i have something and i'll to... take
1: her any day over over less claypole i agree
2: um and I, I don't really love the pixies but i think primus is boring uh but and you know this is the kind of movie that sneaks uh evan dando covering a big star song into a scene where they just like have it with at like whisper level in the background for like nerd like music nerds like me who love like cult power pop songs to be like that's fucking evan dando singing a big star song and that's that was like a big moment when I heard that. I was like, I've never heard anybody else in the world who even knew that song existed except me. So hearing that in a movie, was like a big deal. And it, and it spoke to me like that. The song's called the ballad of El Gudo. It's brilliant by the way. Um, and I just like it. I thought it was shout, funny. Out to shout out to Big Star, Alex Chilton, RIP one of the greats. <laughs> yeah. um, and I liked it. I thought the guy who played Lucas, Rory Cochran was great. He was kind of channeling ducky as Mrs. J bone said, in like his dancing and stuff. And I thought he was funny and I liked the joke that he was never like that before and he like went Zen when he thought the record store was gonna die. And then you find out there's a sweet backstory behind it, like that he was a bad kid and or his mom was a piece of shit, something like that. And Joe adopted him and Joe collects the misfits. I just really liked it. I thought it really worked for me and I was really surprised how much I liked it, honestly. I thought I was gonna think it was boring and aged poorly and had been too predictable, but I liked it, which I know is what you thought, Dave. So no, it doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was doesn't like, yep, yep,
0: and yeah. Fair enough. I yeah. mean, um, I want to comment on what you said. So the credit scene—that mm-hmm. was the movie I was looking for.
3: Yeah, I you get know, it.
0: I would have wanted that one because, like you said, there are all these eclectic kids working in a record store, and what was the one thing that even us in that generation, everyone who is at least somewhat into music, mm-hmm. sat around and argued about music? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Or you had to stay up late to watch, you know, We're sitting around and arguing about
2: a movie about mm. people arguing about music. Boom, done. <laughs> I'm wondering now
0: after watching this, would the movie Go still be good?
2: I bet it is. I would bet I would bet that Go still good.
0: And I think that might actually oh, capture, I know one. it's supposed to be like kids in their early 20s though. Um, and I, I remember loving that movie, but the pacing of that, when we're talking about stories coming and intersecting, I just never got that from Empire Records. And I wonder if Go still does that well. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember I always remember really liking Go.
2: Okay. So the so I'm next. And I, I, I have a pick. Oh I'm, shit. I'm willing. It's not Pacific <laughs> Rim. I I I I would have watched that again.
0: Come on. That's an listen, awesome movie. I came
2: down to three movies. I wanted to pick three movies that I just think are just like I would never say are not one of my favorite movies ever made. And uh Pacific Rim was one. And wait, now and then the other the other two are Princess Mononoke and Days of Heaven, and, and so I'm thinking really hard. I think I want to go. Have you seen either of those, Dave? No. Okay, Princess Mononoke is a Miyazaki like animation movie from that is like a, for adults. You know, it's not sex yeah. or anything, but it's extremely violent. Uh, I love and, anime, and it's not anime. I haven't seen that it's one in a anime. long time. And the other and Days of Heaven is a Terrence Malick movie that I think is just like perfection with Richard Gere. Uh, it's really good. It's about like the Dust Bowl and uh, like migrant workers and stuff, and it's really uh, fucking yeah. good. Um, so I'm going to go with. We I'm I'm go with Days, Days of, of Heaven. Of, I'm going to yeah. go with Days of Heaven. We're going to watch of Days of Heaven. Heaven. I this is so. there's a handful of movies that I've like gone by myself without hesitation to see. And I didn't care who was in my way. And they showed this at one at the oldest movie theater in America, which is in Baltimore. Um, And uh, they showed it there on the big screen. And I like went by myself on a Sunday to see it because it's so good. And I, and I, and I I want, it was one of those things where I was like, I need to see this movie on the big screen before I die. I like had it on my list. So it's by Terrence Malick. It's got Richard Gere days of heaven. That's what we're going to watch.
0: Okay. I All right, you'll have to text
2: yeah. that. Okay.
0: Cuz I'll probably forget that it's one.
1: Like, now um, it's there. Dude, Terrence Malick's only made like what? 5 movies? Six well, it movies? used to be true. He's <laughs> made
2: like since he came back and made Thin Red Line, he's made like 10, I feel like. He like he made three <laughs> oh. movies. He made two movies, he disappeared from the world and then came back and made Thin Red Line and then started pumping out movies. Uh, yeah, didn't you and I go see that together,
0: Jim? I really like the so. trio. Of have... of I know life you were really that excited that was... about that one.
2: Yeah, because he's my favorite director. Out, that one in Bad like Boys. Scorsese. We went to go <laughs> see Bad Boys together for sure. We've seen a lot of movies together. Yeah, we, we can't list all of them. um But yeah, Days of Heaven. I saw. I've seen, uh, He made The New World, which is my Michael Bad Boys movie. too When it's my turn, it's your call, man. I have a lot to say about Bad Boys too. Actually, like a lot, and not all of it's good, but some of it's really good. Try to be, think. There's like, like now I when say. I start
0: thinking about movies I love, I'm like, well, oh now man! You, I, I think really you're got second. About
2: this. I can't remember. I'll I'll go back and check. I did like a randomized thing. You might be second, Dave. So you guys start thinking about it. We so, watched one of my top movies of all time, and
0: I think all of ours, which was Big Trouble. But
2: yeah. You know, I mean, I
0: got to find I got to go through my memory banks. That was the most
2: immediate of all the ones we've gone through when we like named one. That was the most immediate one that when whoever said it first, everybody was like, yep. And we're done. We're just like, (laughs) we're done. The discussion's over. That's what (laughs) we're doing. No,
1: it doesn't suck, too. Yeah.
2: we're doing (laughs) it. All right. So say say goodbye, Mike. Say goodbye to everybody.
1: Uh, I just want to thank
0: everybody out there for listening. I want to give it up to God. I want to thank
1: God, Jesus (laughs) and my mother. Uh, <laughs> and have a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah. I thought of that myself. Do you like it?
0: <laughs> I liked it. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. I feel like you're copying someone. No. Oh, no. Original,
1: original original. It was original.
2: Completely original. Thanks for listening, people. You guys are the best.
1: And uh, Cody <laughs> Shivers, come on our podcast.
2: I should say, in case I forget, to, in case I forget. <laughs> Yeah, that we should get him. In case I forget to say it and like record a little like thing for the break. Solo, uh we know that solo's not here <laughs> to people oh, listening. Yeah. He he had hurt himself working out or something earlier and he was like he was he was playing hurt and he couldn't handle it anymore, so he bailed. If so, you
0: do listen to this episode, you will hear for a good five to ten minutes solo said nothing. So he was in a good amount of pain. So we're yeah, like, just give it a rest, buddy. Hit the,
2: yeah. hit the showers. Send Stop send out. send him. He's going on the DL. Get the Bengay on it. Do it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Boys, love you guys. Good to see you.
1: Good night and good luck. Talk
2: soon. How many
0: closing (laughs) outs are we going
2: to do? And like I said, thank you for listening, everybody. (laughs) Till days of tomorrow's past. (laughs) In the dawn of man.
3: (laughs)
1: <laughs> Did
2: any of
0: you know what to do before no, you I mean, have your like, first kid to have one? Oh, yeah that's why we're having this zoom call it's not about the podcast I, i'm like guys can you tell me about sex
1: let me I'm get like, out my uh rex thing what uh, it might gave me the best piece B. of
0: advice when we when we shared a room he said um yeah the dave there's one thing that you need to do when you're with a lady you uh-huh. got to play with the man in the boat <laughs> and that, that does not get advice. That does not That's make a baby though. Well. No, well, it doesn't. Does not make
2: a baby. I
0: just got to get get in there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> It's <laughs> true. Mike, he's been podcast. quoting you on that. Dave's been quoting for you years. on that since for, for decades. Yeah. Decades. It's it, 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 one it of my favorite impression. Mike lines. <laughs> it was. <That> was
1: <laughs> it was told to me by somebody.
2: It's Jeffy beautiful. A. I've told I've told it to people too. Mm. It's it's, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> tradition. Oh, oh, oh. In your
3: ear. Podcast Network.